Welcome to the Plentiful Goddess Podcast. My name is Jessica Karabad and I'm a holistic coach for women, certified vegan nutritionist, fitness trainer, yogi, and Reiki master. I have coached hundreds of women worldwide and I made it my mission to help women from all around the world transform their lives and health in ways they didn't think was possible. If you're looking to uplevel your health, learn about the best practical tips on vegan health and fitness, master your menstrual cycle, improve your relationship with food and so much more so that you can reconnect with the powerful woman that you're meant to be, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is for you to help you step up your game, reconnect with yourself as a woman and elevate your health and life. We are going to have so much fun in this podcast. Are you ready? Let's begin. Hello and welcome back to another podcast episode. In this podcast episode, I got to interview Lisa Alexandra, which I'm so, so, so excited about. Lisa is a thought leader and manifestation coach, and she's passionate about helping women all over the world create their best lives possible. I'm very excited that I personally manifested having her on this podcast here today. We went through so much stuff that it's really hard for me to even summarize what we talked about. But one thing that really stood out to me was having her speak about how she got into the world of manifestation, how she never keeps going to really keep creating the life of her dreams, how she created and manifested her dream house in the easiest and, you know, magical way possible and just how much um, she also really cares about her well-being and how that's really important for manifesting anything that you want in life. It's very, very important that you take care of your health and we talk about that as well. So without further ado, I just really want you to enjoy this podcast episode because it was so much fun and I will just let you hear. (laughs) Have fun listening to this podcast episode. I'm excited to have you here at the Planiful Goddess podcast. I have been watching your content for a while now as I was reaching out to you and um, in a way, I feel like I manifested talking to you as well today Um, because, you know, of course, you know, where we put our intention, I feel like that was kind of what I really wanted. Um, And so I'm very excited to have you here, but I think it would be first the the perfect start for you to introduce yourself, tell us who you are, tell us where you're from, tell us what you do. Um, And I see your cat as well, which is very sweet. (laughs) He always wants to join, like whenever I'm filming something, he's like, hi. That's so cute. Yeah, so first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on your show. I'm a manifestation coach. I do YouTube. Um, And yeah, I live in France. I'm originally from Luxembourg. And my passion is to help, I was going to say women, it's mostly women, but it's like men are included as well. yeah to help people just reach their highest goals and like manifest their highest timeline their best life no matter like where they come from and no matter their circumstances i truly believe that if you really set your mind to something you achieve anything i find it so powerful because i feel like i experienced that with myself when i first learned about law of attraction like many years ago um and i really wanted to learn about you know how it works and stuff and um i think in the beginning i didn't quite understand that it's not just about like 
me writing down my goals and thinking about it, but I actually also, of course, have to take action, <laughs> right? So can you tell us a little bit more about what's manifestation for you? Like, how would you define manifestation? I think it is, first of all, it's pulling into this physical reality, our deepest desires, right? And it is creating from the unseen realm, like from the invisible, because if you think about it, everything that we like everything that we can touch around us was first created through a thought you know like the chair i'm sitting on the house that you are in right now like all of it was created from a thought so i think manifestation is just yeah from from that point of the, the idea stage and having the thought about it and even the desire of wanting something to having it here right now in our physical reality. I think a lot of times with manifestation, I feel like sometimes people tend to give up because they're like, oh, I've been, wanting, I've been wanting this one thing for so long and it's not showing up. So how is the process like for you when you feel like you want to manifest something, but of course it takes time. Yeah, can you explain it to you? Like, how do you how do you keep the faith when you don't know if it's or when it's going to show up for you? That is such a good question because we do get discouraged, right? When we want something so bad and when we work on bigger things, you know, I always say like when you try to manifest the parking spot, you know, that's easy. You can do that in like a few minutes. But what about like those big goals, those big desires? they do sometimes take time. And I guess it's, yeah, there's like a fine line between not giving up and not trying to force things and also kind of like surrender. Um, and I always say like the how, sometimes we get so focused on the how, you know, we want to make it happen. So we're like, okay, how do I do this? But the how with manifestation, the how really isn't our part to figure out with every manifestation that I've had, the how it came about was never a way that I could have like imagined it. So not getting too caught up in the how I would say, and to keep the faith and to know that it is possible, even if it takes a week or if it takes a year or 10 years, it's gonna happen. So I'm curious, how did you get into the world of manifestation? So I came across the book, The Secret. <laughs> in 2006, I was 16 at that time. So I was really young when I discovered it. One of my family members, I think, mentioned the book to me. So I started reading it and then I saw the movie. That's how I got into Law of Attraction and Manifestation. That's how I discovered it, yeah. What about the movie? What about the book kind of sparked your interest? Like, what was it that really wanted you to learn more about it? It's been such a long time since I first discovered it, but I think the first time I really realized that this is actually a universal law and that it works was I remember I was 18 and we were going away with some friends and we wanted to stay at a certain hotel and everything was fully booked. Like it, there was no spot left, everything fully booked. And for some reason I thought, okay, this is the perfect occasion to try to apply the law of attraction. So I don't remember what I did, but I kind of like tried it out. And then the next week I literally got an email from that hotel saying that a like a spot a room had opened up and that we had our we had our vacation we went there so that's when i knew that it was real i love that i love when kind of the 3d world shows us that this works in a way when like you stay patient and you continue believing and you have that faith like you know it has to show up i think sometimes of course 
there's the doubt and that's when you kind of interrupt the whole manifestation process right because you're doubting like is this really going to show up but in your case there was kind of the faith like no it's going to be fine it's going to be fine and eventually it showed up so i'm curious because of course you know you have a lot of i think over 500,000 followers on youtube right and around the same i think followers on instagram which of course is kind of all connected to you creating your own dream life. I would love for you to tell us more about since, you know, you learn about manifestation at the age of 16 and then you became, you know, became quite a, um, a successful YouTuber. How did you go into YouTube? How did you know that this was going to be your career, your business that you would like to create? When I was younger, I never knew what I wanted to become. I was just in my early 20s, I was just so like, okay, I was obviously I was at university because I was studying psychology, but I, I didn't want to become a psychologist. And I really like I was I remember at that time, I was really struggling in like, what, there was no job that was appealing to me, you know, no career that was really appealing to me. And then in kind of like around 2012, I discovered the world of YouTube, it was still the beginning, it was still so new. Um, and I discovered it. I think it was like a makeup YouTuber that I discovered. And I was like, I can see myself doing that. <laughs> so I just, I tried it out. And obviously the first two years, I didn't really take it seriously. Honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. But then around 2014, I took it, I took it seriously and I started uploading regularly. And that's kind of how my following started growing. And it just went uphill from there how did you know um what kind of content you wanted to create and and what inspired you to really continue doing it like why did you know two years later that you had to keep going and you took it seriously actually i think i was just determined to make it happen i was just i i was just very stubborn in that sense i was like i'm not gonna give up and it took me a good like when i started taking it seriously in 2014 it took me two years until i was able to earn a full-time income from it so and for almost two years i did it completely for free so i was working um aside and yeah I was just super determined but there were also moments where I really like I was like I remember I was like I can't like I want to give up <laughs> why am I even doing this you know um yeah. but I, like if I could share one thing for someone that wants to start a YouTube career is first of all today I think today it's easier to, to grow even though it's actually oh, really? I think it's easier because there's more demand you know and it's it's there's there are so many courses out there social media marketing like we know how to do this now versus like 10 years ago it was like still kind of like the wild wild west you know of mm. like social media so yeah to, to not give up i think it's is the most important i want to touch we can we can talk about that in a second the not give up part which i think is the biggest part if you want to be successful in anything that you do but in terms of youtube i'm curious because my belief has been because i you know i try youtube i feel like everyone in my like at my age at some point thought they would be a youtuber so that it worked for you is amazing i just wasn't that determined and i think um i had phases where i would try and then i would give up and then i would try and i would be like oh this is hard it's not working you know of course it's kind of a belief that i created because of kind of what you said that the market is so saturated and i feel like i once read some statistics of how many videos are uploaded to youtube every day and i was like oh my god holy shit like how is anyone ever gonna like even see my face you know despite like having it be a career so 
why do you think that it's still possible to make it work? Even though you said there are courses, but there's just so much out there at this point that I feel like, how will people even find you? Yeah, I mean, there's so many ways to go about it. You know, if, if you think of like social, if you go from the perspective of social media marketing, I would say if you have a following on Instagram, you know, create reels and, and like do, do that create create get some eyeballs on your content and then redirect them to youtube but then from a manifestation point of view i would say like just imagine it you just live in that reality and it will come to you because i there, there's um there's a manifestation teacher that i watch and he i saw his channel blow up i think he went from zero to 100k in like less than a year he just started last year you know so, and, and he said, you know, I'm proof that this, this works because um, you just manifest it. And of course, it's a thing of like focus. What do you want to put your attention to? You know, there are times in my YouTube career where I wasn't focused on growing my channel. I was focused on other things, you know, because you can't focus with manifestation. You can't focus on a hundred things at once, you know, and sometimes we can get like overwhelmed or distracted because there's so many things that we want. Um for example, with my Instagram, I'm not focused on my Instagram at all at the moment. I'm not focused on growing, but I know that if I would set my mind to, to actually having more followers on there, I could make that happen as well. It's just not my main focus. So yeah. you can definitely manifest it. And I'm curious how, like, because a lot of times when it comes to manifestation, we want to kind of ignore the world like the 3d world right we don't want to look at circumstances and things that we see so as an example now with youtube or instagram or any other social media the algorithm sometimes kind of standing in a way how would you work around that when it comes to manifestation because sometimes i personally feel like that the algorithm makes it hard for me to make things work, if that makes sense. And then I'm trying really, I wouldn't say really hard to manifest because manifestation is not about trying really hard, but like really about, you know, believing, visualizing, doing the work that I need to, but I don't see the results because I feel like the algorithm is setting in my way. So how would you go about that? Again, I would just, I would tune into the feeling of having, whether it's Instagram or YouTube, of having right now, of tuning into the feeling of having your career like, take off exponentially you know and the algorithm because your 3d reality has to change based on what your feelings are so if deep down your feelings are you know and and there is a truth to that that the algorithm you know there is the algorithm but i always say those higher laws these universal laws like the law of attraction they trump any third dimensional laws like that is higher than the algorithm and if you live in that reality of having it already now and it has already happened, your third dimensional reality has to shift. So I would just, I would really focus on that, on that feeling of having your, for example, your YouTube career, like take off, like that, that joy that you have, that gratitude, that relief, whatever feeling, I would really tune into that. Can you share more about what it means to tune into that feeling of already having or being this person with the thing? So one question I like to ask myself is how would I feel right now if that was my reality right now? And I think manifestation oftentimes it's like a, a concentration thing because it takes focus, right? To like kind of tune out 
all the rest than to really focus on that feeling. And it's like a meditation, like you ask yourself, how would I feel right now if my desire is happening like here now? Not thinking of it, but thinking from it, like really like jumping into that reality. Um, that's and and then you sometimes if you feel yourself like drifting off, you ask yourself the same question again, like a few minutes after, like how would I feel right now? And really like focusing on that. And what do you do if you feel like nothing is working out and you're like trying so hard? So let's say I don't know your manifestation is to manifest a million dollars. I feel like this is a very easy. You know, I feel like everyone wants money, right? So let's say you want to manifest a million dollars and you try to live from that state of being a millionaire. How does a millionaire show up? How does a millionaire, you know, dress all of these things? And you feel like you're kind of already doing it, but then your reality shows you, you have, you know, debts to pay and you get bill after bill after bill and like you lose your job or whatever it can be. How do you shift that? And I feel like nothing is working. I stop everything i take a break from everything i turn off social media i go personally and i like to go into nature and i just hit the reset button it's like if you look at it like a computer like if your computer is acting up and nothing's working you have too many windows open just shut everything down reset like take some distance you know because we can get so caught up and just taking that 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 distance and that higher perspective of okay like i'm working towards this but i am safe right here right now it's also like nervous system work you know like feeling safe in your current reality um because if you had that money right now that financial freedom you would feel very safe in your body you know so also tuning into that and yeah doing nervous system work and kind of calming yourself back down grounding yourself and 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 staying present in in the now moment i love that you say that it's about really calming the nervous system because i feel like today and you know me being a coach and working with women and helping them you know become healthier and happier um a lot of times i see the number one thing that is stopping them from really being happier and healthier is because their nervous system is completely out of whack and i feel like Today in, a, in our society, it's kind of just a normal thing to push through and keep going and ignore whatever's going on because that's how we grow up with, right? So do you think that the way that you grew up, the way that I grew up, the way that someone grows up can stand in the way of how the person manifests? Yeah, totally. Totally. There's people, there's manifestation coaches that say you don't have to change your limiting beliefs to manifest. And this is true to a certain point. You know, you don't have to change your deep rooted programming beliefs to manifest a parking spot or to manifest 500 euros or dollars, for example. But when it comes to these, these deep desires, like shit, excuse my French, stuff is going to come up, you know, and when, when you hit that edge of what is possible for me, then so many fears can come up and these limiting beliefs and things that we didn't even know we had inside of us. So the way we grew up definitely plays a huge role in the way we manifest because it, it, it's like programming in what we believe is possible for us. If we grew up thinking that, you know, being for example having wealth 
isn't something that is possible for us because no one in your family has ever done it that's like deeply ingrained into your body like in your cells um but you know fortunately we get to undo all of that and i think that's part of like the big work it doesn't have to be like this super hard thing you know it gets to be easy like i like to make it light and easy you know and i always say the only way out is through like really feeling fears and not trying to avoid them yeah i think a lot of times why i am very careful with any manifestation gurus is when they don't speak about that manifestation is actually also inner work. It's not only about because when I first learned about the law of attraction and the first types of contents that I saw on YouTube was really just kind of about, you know, the easy process of just imagining it and making it happen. Um, and no one for so long told me that I've been programmed to believe a certain way and that in a way my beliefs are actually causing my 3D world, everything that I see, my thoughts, all of that is actually creating it. And I really appreciate when anyone that, you know, is a manifestation coach or works in that field actually talks about the real work behind it. And kind of what you said, it, it doesn't have to be hard, strenuous work, but you have to be aware, right, of your inner works and everything that is going on in order for you to understand if something is showing up or if something um, is not showing up. And for me, definitely for a long time, it has been about money because um, so I am originally from Germany, but my whole family is from Poland and they moved to Germany when I was young. No, actually, I was born in Germany. So when they were younger, when my parents were younger, they moved to to Germany. And so like you, you said that also in one of your YouTube videos, you don't come from money. You didn't really have that, right? That wealth mindset that some maybe other people grew up. And so it's, it was kind of all about money my whole life when I grew up about not having enough, fighting about money. Like there was always this mindset that, of course, I got programmed to believe, right? That, you know, I don't, you know, that there's just never enough money doesn't grow in trees. You have to work really hard to make money all of that stuff. And here I'm trying to manifest money, not being at all aware that actually my old programming is holding me back. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about like, you know, your own manifestations, because from what I can see, you are more and more living the dream life that, you know, you want to live. But you also mentioned that you also don't come from a background where, you know, money grows on trees and and you had to change those beliefs and the programming yourself. So can you tell us a little bit more, you know, about the life that you live, the dreams that you had and, and the realizations that you had to to have in order to get there? Yeah, I grew up similar in the same way as you did in the sense that it was never enough. And, you know, single parent home, my mom worked really, really hard and, you know, God bless her, like she did the best that she could do with the um, with what she had you know and but the way i interiorized that was that it's it's not safe like money isn't safe and there's never enough and you have to work so hard <laughs> and you know if you look at wealthy people many of them hardly work at all you know and so it's like kind of observing the habits of wealthy people as well um, and then, you know, keeping, I like to call it the North Star, like keeping your vision, like the highest vision, always keeping that in the back of your mind and knowing that you are supported by God slash the universe, whatever you believe in, you are supported. And 
the thing is the universe god wants to give you everything that you desire you really came here to manifest your highest desires but if we have this i like to call it a lens this programming like if we grew up if we were born with the lens of um you know there's never enough and we don't really know that there's anything else that is possible for us like how are we supposed to then get out of that like invisible barrier you know and i think when we do the manifestation work that's when we really get to hit these walls and that's what i like to share about in in my coaching as well because yes i do youtube and i keep it really light and simple on there right but shadow work is also so important and like that undoing that programming and and like i said it doesn't have to be like all this, this hard stuff and and sometimes you notice that when you allow yourself to really feel these fears you kind of alchemize it you transmute it and then you feel it and then it's just like it's you you feel lighter and before you know it you have a whole different mindset it feels impossible until it's there and then you're like wait Wait a minute, how did I just do that? When was the point for you when you knew, because um, in one of your YouTube videos, you also shared that you knew you wanted more in life. You knew that, of course, grateful for having what you have, but also striving for more. And I'm sure you know Bob Proctor as well. And he also always talks about like how it's not bad to want to want more, be grateful for what you have, but striving for more is kind of the universal law as well, right? Striving for more, having more, that's kind of, how life should be going um, to never kind of be satisfied with where you're at. How did you know that you don't want a quote unquote ordinary life, but you want more out of it? I always knew that ever since I was a little girl and no one in my family was like that. I was just like, I always knew I was, I was meant to do big things. I didn't know how, but I just, I just kind of went for it. I guess it, it was just, it was just always in me and I felt Like I felt like the black sheep in the family because like my my mother didn't really she thought I like my ideas were too big. You know, she called me like sometimes a megalomaniac <laughs> and I love her, but like it's like where does this come from? I guess I was just like I was just I I just always had that in me and I knew that I would find a way to make it happen no matter what. So what can you tell us like an example of something that like you dreamed about when you were younger and your mom called you that? Well, where I grew up in, I guess I my my friends, you know, they always had bigger houses than we did and obviously like they they came from wealthier families. So it it was like My mom would always tell me, and I, and I love her. This is nothing against my mom. You know, our parents do the best with what they had and the beliefs that they grew up with. Um, but it was always like, you know, that that's them, that's not us. And so I kind of grew up with the belief that it's not possible for me, but it's, you know, always kind of looking at it from the outside in, if that makes sense. I knew that I was, I was going to make it happen, and I ended up, you know, manifesting my dream house. And the way that happened was like so magical as well. And I guess in time, when you learn the manifest, to manifest big things, that's when you your confidence also grows because you know what is possible. Is your house the biggest and craziest thing you've manifested so far? Do you think your house has been kind of the biggest and craziest thing that you have manifested so far? 
definitely one of the biggest things yes and the the way it happened was was very synchronistic i would say as well the first time i saw this house i remember i was i was trying to move and i was looking at apartments and i hadn't put like you know how you can in, in the listings you can put like the upper limit of the price that, and i hadn't put that and so obviously i was getting like a lot of listings that weren't in my budget and i saw this house and i i thought it was so beautiful and i decided to print out the photos of the listing like as kind of like inspiration and then fast forward i think it was two years after or three years after um and i wrote down actually i wrote no it was two years after that i found an apartment um that i really really liked it was very beautiful and i wrote down i am living in that apartment or better i ended up not getting that apartment but a few months later this house was listed again and at that like two years after or three years after i was able to actually afford it so i went for it and i saw that's the craziest part in all the french riviera where i live i saw that the house was like a block away from that apartment that I had that I wanted to get originally and it's crazy because I wrote down I'm living in that apartment or better I love to like say like or better because sometimes we don't get what we want but it's like what if the universe has something better in store for you and so just going from that initial like listing that I saw the photo and it's like oh it's so beautiful but I can't afford it but I, in my mind it was like I can't afford it yet you know mm -hmm. and then I just two or three years later I was, I'm, I'm just here and I've been living here for the past five years now. I love this example so much because you in a way it took some time right it took what you said three years until you moved in there from the first time that you saw it and printed it out which I think is so 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 important when it comes to any type of manifestations because so many people probably would have already given up or would have been like oh whatever it's not meant for me because i'm sure you agree with me it's like we live in a world where the world is so fast paced and we are so used to get things instantly and you know get the satisfaction instantly and even with youtube with instagram like having as many likes as possible instantly and it's just the world that like becomes very fast paced. And I feel like that's also why so many people have an imbalanced nervous system and don't feel really grounded. And with you, this is a really great example of like trusting and also kind of letting go in a way, right? Because you let go, you, you printed it out, you had that vision, but you also let go. So I think it would be interesting for you to share a little bit more about kind of the let go process of it, because I feel like sometimes when we really want something, we can get so like our energy can actually repel it in a way, right? Because we are thinking about it all the time and we are constantly checking if it's showing up and that can really pretty much repel it. So how do you go with like really letting go of the of the how and just trusting that it's going to come to you? I think in time I have learned to just let go and I noticed that with the things that I want so bad, they take more time than the things that I don't really care about. So a trick that I can give your listeners is to try to kind of trick your brain into telling yourself, I don't want it that much. You know, if it 
shows up, it's cool. If it doesn't, it's fine as well. And you know, deep down that you want it really bad. Just like doing that kind of trick in your brain really helps to like take it, see it as a game and take it with more lightheartedness, I guess, because I'm definitely the type of person I can get impulsive. I can get impatient. And when I want something, I want it like yesterday, you know? So just telling myself, like, I don't want it that bad. You know, I'm good this way. And, and if it shows up, then great. And that really helps to, to manifest things faster. Being in that, in the energy of joy. And how, like, again, going also back to what I said, like so many people feeling burned out and, and feeling like their nervous system is not working right. Was it always easy for you to take a step back and go into nature and take a break? Or was this also a process that you had to learn? I think it was definitely a process that I had to learn because I remember in my 20s, I used to, I work used to be kind of my escapism. You know, there was a lot of things that I hadn't not healed yet. And whenever things would come up, I wouldn't really look at them and I would just focus on work you know that was my escapism until I had my burnout it taught me to listen to my body and it taught me to really face whatever is coming up to face it with courage and to know that I can go through these intense emotions when they come up and I'm not going to die and I'm going to you know the sun and the earth is going to keep spinning and you know that the world like it's it's everything's going to be fine you know and and it's knowing that yes we can feel these intense things that come up with when we heal ourselves and whether it's physically or from trauma um and to know that we're okay on the other side and to really give yourself that grace i guess especially as women like we have to be perfect all the time you know like uh, look like the expectations on us are really really high like having our lives together some of us are mothers having a job career being a mother tending to yourself tending to others like it's a lot so you know giving yourself that grace and I think also raising I think it's amazing that you raise awareness on that that it's important to slow down and not be so much in this instant gratification fast society that we live in right now i think it's so important to slow down and just yeah. calm our nervous system and be less in like the beta state of like doing 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 all the time because actually you manifest so much faster when you're in different uh brain states dr joe dispenza talks a lot about that i don't know if you're familiar with his work of course yeah. yes so <laughs> going into alpha and theta brain waves um, you manifest a lot faster than when you're in like beta because your your electromagnetic field completely changes. So see yeah. it as a win-win because when you end up slowing down and calming your nervous system, you manifest faster as well. It's so crazy. I always, every time I'm like, still learning from this because a lot of times you know i i burned out as well i said that to you just before we started this and and i've had multiple of those burnouts and and i've always tried to like keep up and work hard and push through even when i was on my bleed and i was in pain and i just felt like oh it's wrong to feel it. it's wrong to to do those things and i just re really pushed through so much i remember like every time i allowed myself to slow down literally what you just said my manifestation would like show up within a second like 
so crazy literally just happened to me over the weekend like a small thing that i manifested but what i was saying to to my team as well is like i've been try like i've been working over the weekend as well over the past month and i i noticed about myself that the month that the week before i felt so exhausted going into monday i was like i don't even give myself a break i'm like working during the week then on the weekend i'm like okay no the next weekend i'm gonna completely shut off you know not do any work and I didn't. And all of a sudden a manifestation appeared. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was just like relaxing, visualizing, you know, laying on the couch and just visualizing myself having that thing. Within an hour, this thing appeared. And I was like, I really love that. I'm curious though, because I'm sure uh, you have a lot to say about that too. Energy in terms of where you live and, and you know, your surroundings. How important is that? so important because I always say like when we have a plant at home and the plant is not doing well like we don't change the plant we change the environment of the plant like whether that's putting it more in the sun or giving it more water or changing the soil but we don't try to change the plant you know we change the environment so I think I think environment is so important. And how did you realize, because you live in France now, which I'm sure you also probably consciously decided to move there in the place that you're at. How did you realize how the environment was affecting you? Um, I've always been very sensitive to energy. So I noticed that, um, for example, when I would, like right now, my house is kind of surrounded by nature, you know, and that feels very expansive for me. And when I used to live in my apartment, I kind of felt all the energies of like my, because neighbors were closer and I really felt that. And it's not to say that obviously like you can't manifest or you can always like you can do, nothing is impossible, but it's just like more resistance to push through. And I notice it as well when I go into cities, I notice it's more dense energy wise versus like when you're in nature, it feels very expansive and kind of like our soul, our spirit can kind of like free flow. So yeah, energy is definitely important in, in that way, but it doesn't hinder you from manifesting. Yeah. I'm asking because I'm super receptive of, of it as well. And um, I know that when I'm surrounded by nature, especially the beach water for me is like, totally my thing when i'm around there i feel like a complete different person and and i tend to manifest things easier because i i feel better right so it's because it's of course it's connected if you don't feel well and you know you keep feeling like you're in lack it's going to be harder for you to manifest because manifestation kind of what you said as well it like it comes from that state of like kind of gratitude as well right it's like knowing what you want but also letting go and believing and trusting now i do want to shift a little bit from manifestation to because you know i'm a vegan myself and uh i've of course you know had a look at all of the beautiful content that you create and i was like wait a second there is some vegan related content on there and you know i'm a passionate vegan of course for health but also for animal you know reasons i love animals which i i'm sure you do too can you tell us a little bit more about the lifestyle that you live because i i know you're very health conscious as well just like me you move your body you take care of yourself a lot how important is the lifestyle that you live with the manifestations that you create um because i you can't really pour from an empty cup right so if you don't feel well in your physical body of course it's also going to be harder to create a life of your dream so how important is the food that you eat the way that you move 
for you know the life that you're creating that's so important and you know there's this old saying that says you are what you eat you know and it is so true and if you look at um have you ever seen it's called krillian photography oh it's like the energy that you see yeah yeah so if you google it you can find an image of like the energy of an apple versus the energy of a piece of meat and the apple is like glowing and the piece of meat barely is glowing so it's like what are you eating and also with animals you know i'm not against uh, people eating meat everybody you do you everybody does what they want to do but it's like that animal has been dead for so long and it's like also how did it die i think the way we used to do things in like you know the like hundreds of years ago killing an animal with like dignity and then eating it is so much different than like the mass production and the way that these poor animals are slaughtered it's just cruel you know and there's there's such a difference between for example living on your own farm and you know raising chickens and and then you know eating the chicken but that chicken had an amazing life you know um because you eat that vibration as well and also what you feed what the animals feed on and so i personally i never liked meat ever since i was a child i was just I was just kind of like almost appalled by it. I don't know why, um, but I've always eat. Uh, I always ate fish uh, and eggs. And so uh, back into, I think it was 2018, I started to go vegan. I don't know exactly why I, I went vegan. I just wanted to try it out, I guess. Um, and I actually, I felt really good when I was um, eating vegan. And then uh, two years ago, I was actually diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and my doctor who's she's a nutritionist and a doctor and she is heavy on the meat you know she was like you need to eat protein animal protein you need to eat fish and meat so I was like okay well I'm gonna go back to eating fish and eggs you know so I did that for a while and then it's funny that we talk about this now because lately I was like I was actually feeling really good when I was um you know, almost 100% vegan. I still sometimes ate fish here and there, but I think for me, the, the way I feel best in my body is uh, one thing that has made a huge difference is eliminating eggs. And I love eggs. Even with my cycle, it's like my pain is almost like completely gone. And, you know, gluten and dairy are big ones as well. And it's, it's, it's a bit sad because it's all the things that I love to eat but you do really see the difference in how you feel i mean girl if you ever need help i'm a vegan nutritionist so i know what i'm talking about <laughs> right <laughs> to really to really make you thrive because uh i mean you know i'm tr i truly believe that you can thrive on a vegan on a vegan lifestyle when you know how to do it right and uh still have really yummy foods uh even though of course there's a couple of things that you have to let go of but i can say that you know also for me, it has been the best decision I've made. And, and kind of what you said as well, my health has improved so much. My cycles, like I have to send you personally, I'm going to send you um, pictures of uh, hormonal acne that I had all over my face, my neck and, and everything. And the moment I went vegan, I struggled with it for two years. The moment I went vegan, but it, within like three, four months, it was all gone. And I was like, oh my God, like it was so crazy to me. Literally what you said that 
what we put into our bodies has some effect. Sometimes we see it, sometimes we feel it, and sometimes we might not even be aware of it until it might even be too late, right? Because we're not even understanding that even our anxiety and depression can be linked to the food that we're putting into our body. And also the example that you shared with like an apple, you know, having this vibrant energy and meat not having it, you know, it only makes sense. At least it does to me. And um, and I know that it does to you as well. And I feel like it's good that we're raising that awareness and kind of what you said as well, like I'm not here to make everyone go vegan and be like, oh, you eat meat, you're a bad person. Take it step by step and just kind of see how you react, right? And how your body feels. I think that's so important. And of course, you know, you can strive on it and, and you've thrived and then you felt great. and. And I definitely, you know, think you can go back there, especially if it's something that that you feel you feel the best with, right? We're almost getting to the end, which I'm very sad about because I would love to talk to you forever. Um, but if you could tell us a little bit more. So, okay, so one last question and then a closing question. Since a lot of my listeners are super powerful women, ambitious women that really, you know, want to create their dream lives, want to be the healthiest, best selves. What would you say to to someone to, I mean, women are my main, you know, listeners. So what would you say to a woman that really wants to start creating her dream life, such as, you know, quitting her job, starting YouTube, going for the dream that, you know, she dreams of, but is scared and something is holding her back. What would you say to her? First of all, being scared is normal. And just because we have fears coming up doesn't mean it's not going to happen for us, you know, because whenever you're expanding and creating something new, there's going to be fears coming up because it's not your body isn't used to it. And our bodies love to be in like we love habits, right? We love to feel safe and we love our comfort zone. But in order to create that life, we have to get out of our comfort zone. So it's really, again, focusing on your nervous system and telling yourself, I am safe, even though I am feeling these feelings, these feelings are completely valid, right? Like feeling them, not stuffing them down, but then also like holding yourself to that higher standard and knowing that whatever you want to achieve is possible because I truly believe like there's this, this physics law that says, um, it's a theory that says that if you can think of it, it already exists. So if we go into quantum physics, there are so many infinite potential realities. And Joe Dispenza talks about that a lot as well. Um, just pick one, like which, what do you want? Who do you want to become? Who do you want to be? What do you want to create here? How do you want to be remembered, you know? And and don't lose sight of that goal and that end vision. And I think your why, like why you are doing things, our why is super important as well. Um, because if you have, if you're very strong on your why, then you won't get discouraged when things get hard. You know, you may, of course, we all have days where we we feel down and tired and exhausted. But that's that's fine. It's part of being human, and just knowing that. You can get there. I love the why, you know, so much because I think that's what really keeps you going. And like I always say to my clients, write it down on a piece of paper, stick it to somewhere where you can see it every single day. So you know why you're getting up in the morning when you have a moment where everything sucks, which we all have, which is okay, you know. Um, but that's the reason for you to keep going. So I love that. Thank you also for 
reminding me of it because sometimes, you know, we kind of forget. <laughs> so yeah. last question, how can people work with you? How can people find you? What are you offering at the moment? I recently launched my membership called Limitless. It's a manifestation school. So if you really want to do the inner work and kind of do, you know, we talk about so many things on there. There's meditations on there. Every month we release a monthly kit, which is kind of like a monthly masterclass. I'll be having live Q&A sessions on there. So just really like I wanted to create a space where we can come together, a space that, you know, is affordable for everybody as well. You can join whenever you want, you can leave whenever you want, but that really helps you go deeper into this work and where you have someone, you know, I, I always like to say, you don't have to do it alone. You know, I did all of this, like I did all of it alone and it was kind of like a lonely journey. And I realized like, I don't have to do it alone. We get to be supported by amazing women, you know, who who, you know, when, when, you, when we come together, I feel like, especially as women, it's just so powerful. And I always say, you know, I have a friend, for example, we come together one week to literally like pray together. All we do is pray together. And it's so powerful because when women come together or just people in general come together for the same end goal in mind, which in this case is creating your best self, your highest reality, um, that like energy is like, amplified and I see it so much around me with coaches not just me but like people who enroll in certain courses as soon as they do a manifestation happens or like things just shift because what you're essentially doing is you're showing you're showing yourself your higher self and the universe like I'm ready for this like I'm committed to my growth sometimes we get tested we haven't talked about this but sometimes we really get tested you know like are you all in that's that's the question I think when you look at a lot of stories from like super successful people the minute their life changed and it was not to say that I'm like as successful as them but it was the same for me the minute I made this decision set that boundary with myself like I am all in no matter what like there's no plan B I'm all in and so that's why sometimes these miracles happen when people just radically quit their job where it's like what I, you know, the family can be like, what are you doing? Have you lost your mind? <laughs> but yeah. that's where miracles happen because you know, you know, the universe, God always supports you and you're showing the universe. Like I am jumping off this cliff and I know that whatever is after this cliff, I know God is going to catch me or the universe is going to catch. I know I'm supported. It's just like kind of jumping off the cliff and building your wings along the way, I would say. And, and yeah. I kind of lost track of the question. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I think, what, what's most important. I love that. I will put uh, that membership that you talked about <laughs> in the show notes so that people can sign up, can check it out. I'm also going to put, of course, all your socials in the show notes. And yeah, from my side, thank you so much for being on here. Again, I could talk about this forever and hearing it from you as well is just so nice because it's, it's so refreshing to see someone living it and not just talking about it, right? It's like mm -hmm. actually a representation of what's possible, which is really, really powerful for every single listener that's going to listen to it. So thank you so much for being on here. It was a pleasure. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And yeah, I will talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. I loved it. I could talk with this for hours as well <laughs> and it was an amazing conversation thank you again for having me and 
we'll talk soon we'll we'll stay connected that was it i hope you had so much fun i surely did i will probably re-listen to this over and over again just to remind myself that anything is possible so thank you so much for being on here thank you so much for listening to this this was great and i will see and hear you next time take care